Hello, you're listening to the podcast of Phineas's Javelin, and based on the introduction to Phineas's Javelin by now, you're probably asking the question, who or what is a Phineas's Javelin, and what is a remnant person? Because remember, I had said at the in the introduction that we're going to be um, going, going to be exploring what is what it's like to be a Christian in the uh, 21st century and beyond, a remnant Christian, that is, in the church, and not only that, but, you know, Phineas Javelin, the name and how it came about, and why I, as the voice of Phineas Javelin, uh, David Grogan Sr., you, if, am using that particular name for this podcast. Well, we're going to explore that tonight. We're going to spend some time with it tonight, and uh, this being the first official podcast. Uh, podcast of some length. I'm going to ask that you uh, bear with me as we get up and going, as I get up and going in these podcasts, you know, over the next uh, weeks, months, and hopefully years to come, we'll spend more time together in these podcasts. And you'll get used to hearing my voice and get used to hearing what I'll be saying in these podcasts, along with the guests that we uh, will be having on the podcast. So tonight, what we're going to do tonight, we're going to kind of go into uh, who and what is Phineas Javelin where the name came from. I feel that's very important because as a Christian, of which I am, a remnant Christian, and we'll explore that once again later on in in this podcast, it's important for you to know um, why this this, uh, name is being used. I want to first bring to you uh, the text from the Holy Bible where the name came from for Phineas's Javelin. It comes out of the book of Numbers, the 25th chapter. For those of you that are Bible scholars, you know where I'm going. For those of you that, that aren't, uh, it'll be, it might be new to you. And for those of you that don't really care, well, you know, it's, it still is what it is. And so we're going to go ahead and go into it anyway. It's giving you a good idea of why, uh, where the name came from and why I feel so passionate about using uh, Phineas's Javelin as the, the, the name for this podcast. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to begin to read um, from uh, the, the 25th chapter of Numbers. I'm just going to read the first uh, seven verses. And after that right there, then we'll just kind of um, talk about it and get a little further explanation about him as a person and why he, it's so important that we um, um, know him. You know, I, I would like to say it, it, to preface also the fact that, you know, Jesus Christ is our ultimate example. He's the ultimate example of how we should live our lives as Christians. Of course, you know, Jesus Christ, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except for through Christ Jesus, but you know, all down through time in the Old Testament and in the New Testament dispensation, and even now, there have been great men and women who have lived their lives, you know, for for Christ, who have died for their for their faith. Um, in Fox's Book of Martyrs, uh, which is a book that we read uh, the, that we read often to the members at the church that I pastor. Fox's Book of Martyrs explains uh, the lives of many of, of our brothers and sisters who have gone long uh, before us and who lived, um, suffered, bled, and died for their faith. And so, you know, it, when you read these, the Fox's Book of Martyrs, when we read the Old Testament scripture, we read the New Testament uh, scripture, we see all down through time there have been, once again, as I said before, great men and women who have gone before us, who have done great things and who God honors. Um, and because of the fact that they love him enough to do what was right by him. In the Old Testament, of course, it was according to the law. In the New Testament, we're under grace and truth. But this gentleman, this man, um, Phineas, uh, did something great. 
and because of that, I, he just it just really st- stuck with me. Me being a person who, uh, you know, I've been in the in the martial arts all of my life, and you know, weapons and you know that you train with, and how you train your body, all these different things that you do, you know, they kind of it, it, we're kind of who we are uh, based on the things that we grow up doing. We our personalities our personalities are formed uh, by the things that we do in life. And those personality traits that we have, y'all, they they tend to follow us, you know, down through life. And then, you know, uh, once I got saved, you know, my personality traits, they stayed with me. I just became a saved uh, me. You know, they kept the same the same laughter, the same joys, the same, you know, desires. But they were they became controlled by my greater desire to serve the true and living God. And so we'll see in Phineas uh, Phineas, that this is what he had in him. He had a greater desire to serve the God that he knew of based on the law and based on the, the love that God had put in his heart for his very God. So let me let me go ahead and read. I'm going to read this these few verses, and after I read these few verses, I'm going to read a little information about Phineas, and then we're just going to I'm just going to see from that point on you'll understand why I chose Phineas's javelin as the name for this podcast, and then so all of the all of the the um, the um, up and coming podcasts, subsequent podcasts after this one, you'll understand why some of this is going to be so hard hitting, and why we have to make sure that uh, we tell the truth about life and about sin and about righteousness. You know, Jesus Christ Himself said in 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 in, um, in uh, John eight and thirty two, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So knowing the truth about who we are, who we're supposed to be, is going to be the very thing that's going to set us free and give us that relationship that we want to have for God. So, and Israel abode in Shechem, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab, and they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods, their little g-gods, and the people did eat and bow down to their little g-gods. And Israel joined himself unto Baal, Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto, unto Moses, take all the heads uh, of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel, away from the anger he had for Israel, for the fact that they got involved in the uh, the pagan worship, y'all, of the of the Moabite people. And so it goes on to say in verse number five, and Moses said unto the judges of Israel, slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianitish woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And when Phinehas, the uh, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. And he went uh, after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. And those that died in the plague were 20 and 4,000. And the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, have turned my wrath away from the children of Israel 
while he was uh, Israel, while he was zealous for my sake among them, that I consumed not the children of Israel in my jealousy. Wherefore, say, behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace, and he shall have it and his seed after him, even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his God and made an atonement for the children of Israel. So those verses, the first uh, 13 verses of the 25th chapter of Numbers explains who Phineas was. It explained what happened and what he did and why he did it. Very important. So what I want to do now is read to you. My mother passed away in 1999. And before my mother passed away in 1999, she gave me this book, Who's Who in the Bible. And I treasure this book because it's, it was very well made. She uh, felt in her heart, um, I believe she was proud of her son uh, as getting to the ministry and becoming a pastor. And she uh, really blessed me with this uh, with this, with this this book. And so it, it explains a lot of the people that are in the Bible. And what I want to do is read for, to you out of this Who's Who in the Bible about who this Phineas was. So Phineas is a Hebrew. He uh, was, was a Hebrew. And Phineas, uh, a, a southerner, uh, possibly referring to the Nubians of southern Egypt. Okay. So Aaron's grandson, Phineas, was a zealous priest whose first notable act was to run a spear through an Israelite man and the foreign woman with him. The Israelites were camped in Moab, east of the Jordan River, where the local women enticed many of the men to join them in sexual rituals in worship of the Canaanite god Baal. At the Lord's command, Moses ordered the execution of the leaders of those people who had taken part in the rites. But in blatant defiance, the head of a, of a Semenite household named Zimri walked a Moabite uh, excuse me, a Midianite woman uh, right past Moses and the weeping masses that had assembled in the tent of meeting and took her into his dwelling. Phineas followed with a single spear thrust, thrust he run them both through. In recognition of this act of zeal, God lifted the big G God, the God that created the heavens and the earth, lifted a plague he had sent which had taken 24,000 lives. Phineas and his descendants were rewarded with a priesthood, with a perpetual priesthood. And, 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 and so, you know, because Phineas did what he did, um, those in the lineage after him, those that came after him, his descendants, they were rewarded with perpetual priesthood. Phineas, my friends, was zealous for his God. And when this, uh, is, when this Israelite man and this Moabitess woman were flaunted themselves before, the, before Moses and the congregation who were weeping for their sin, and they went to this tent, well, um, Phineas saw this and he was, um, his jealousy for his God caused him, he picked up a spear, went in behind them and he ran them both through. And because of that, because he was jealous for his God, you know, he uh, was rewarded with an everlasting priesthood, priesthood. My friends, I'm telling you something, in the time that we live in here in the 21st century, this is 2020, you know, the church has got to remember that um, uh, it has a responsibility. Uh, one of the things that you'll be finding me deal with in Phineas' javelin is just that, is that the church itself has lost its desire to realize its responsibility to each other in the church, to God first off, each other in the church, and then its responsibility to be a witness of God's greatness and goodness to the surrounding world. And so what happens is that people are beginning to do whatever they want to do in the church. And if you understand this Simeonite, uh, Simeonite uh, uh, Israelite who 
flaunted this uh, Moabitess woman in front of Moses and the children that were weeping for their sin because they were had they were they had contrition for the wrong that they were doing. He determined they determined um, in in their hearts that they did not want to do the very thing that they should have done. And that was to get right and do right by God. And so because they didn't, because they didn't, Phineas, this great man who, once again, this podcast is named after, took his javelin and went in behind them and ran them through. And because he did that, the, the plague that was that God had put on the Israelite people for their sin was stopped. After 24,000 people had lost their life, see, our sin has consequences. The things that we do have consequences. When we don't live our lives as Christians the way we're supposed to, people around us have, are, are, can be um, can be uh, 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 be destroyed. Um, you know, if we don't live our lives and and follow the 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 commandments of the Lord, then we can cause more damage to the people around us than we can cause uh, bring good to them. And this is what was happening. And God says no. And so you'll find out in Phineas's Javelin in this podcast that we're going to deal with some situations, some some things that a lot, a lot of times people, they just don't want to deal with. Uh, we're going to talk about some things that are hard hitting. Uh, we're going to, the church is going to be, I'm going to, as as a pastor myself, hold myself and my uh, brothers and sisters in Christ accountable for the things that we do that are against the will of God. And you say, well, hey, how could you do that? You know, people say, well, you know, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none perfect, no, not one. Oh, I know that. I know that. I've never said I'm a perfect man. But I will tell you this, that I have a desire in my life to live holy before the God who imputes holiness into me and then before a, a nation and, a, and my families and friends and a nation who sometimes don't want to live holy they don't want to be around holiness but does it stop the fact that god is holy no god is always going to be holy and phineas realized that phineas realized that the god that he served was worth doing what he did for it was he, he felt that he had the passion that he would go in behind these uh, two people that were flaunting their sin before uh, the before Moses and the and the weeping congregation, and before God, he felt a, a responsibility to put that to bring that thing to an end. And yes, while we can't do that today, we can't take guns and and knives and javelins and sticks and go in behind sinners and and kill them and 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 beat them across their heads and try to beat the word into them no we can't do that but what we can do is we can um uh, we can we can um uh, uh, um do the responsibility that we have is to take the word of god which is the only offensive weapon that we have the word of god and we could use that word of god and tell uh sinners whether in the church or out of the church the truth Oh, you can't judge me. You always hear that. Oh, you can't judge me. No, this is not judgment. You know, only J Jesus Christ is the just judge. He has the one, the ability to to uh, to uh, save you, to uh, allow you into heaven, or to cast you into hell. He has the. He's the only one that can give that 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 final judgment. But what he has given us the responsibility for the Great Commission is to tell people that when they're living outside of the will of God, I would hope that somebody would love me enough to tell me when I'm doing right. Or when I'm doing wrong, I would hope that somebody would love me enough to tell me, uh, David, you know, you shouldn't have been doing that. And plus, you're a pastor. You you're you're going in the wrong direction. I would hope that somebody would love me enough to care for my eternal soul, that they would tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. 
Old Phineas Javelin, he he determined in his heart that he was not going to allow this this Simeonite Israelite to go in with this Moabitess woman, a Midianitess woman, and 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 um and flaunt their sin before the people. My my thing is this: Will we flaunt? Will we allow people to flaunt their sin in the church before the uh, the body of Christ? When you have tender uh, people in the church that are watching, and a lot of times they're, they're, how they feel about the church and what they feel about God will can sometimes be determined by the sin that we do and how we flaunt it before each other in the church. And even worse than that, people outside the church who already in the time that we live in, they don't want to have anything to do with Christians, Christianity. They don't want to have anything to do with the church. You know, they want to come up with their own way to live their own life and have their own spirituality, but they don't want to hear the 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 the, the divine word of God that brings into uh, brings all humanity into that place where we can uh, be clothed in the righteousness of God and then have entrance into His kingdom of heaven. They don't want people don't want to do that, and so when we as a people disregard the way we're supposed to uh, live our lives. Uh, then this is what happens. You know, one thing about uh, about Phineas about Phineas Javelin, he was a, a person, and he, the personage of who of who he was, he was a that he realized that he had to live uh, according to the laws, and what he did was according to the laws. That's why if he had not have been according to the law, God would not have would not have uh, have uh, blessed him with a perpetual priesthood for the for his descendants, him and his descendants. But because what he did, he was jealous for his God, God blessed him because of that. See, what we have to understand, when we do what's right by God, my friends, God is going to honor those that do what's right by him. God is going to honor the man and the woman of of uh, of of who have given their life to Christ and who are determined they're not gonna that they're not gonna allow the surrounding uh, 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 society whether it's inside the church or outside of the church dictate to them how they are gonna live their life when they know to do right the word of God says to know to do right and not to do that that's accounting to us as sin so when we know to do right and we refuse. And we rebel the way these two people rebelled against God in front of Moses and the people. They rebelled against God and they went into that tent to do whatever they were going to do in that tent. And we know, of course, what that was because the whole thing was just to go in there. And just because they had already joined themselves to these to these women and they were having kids with them and they were having sex with them, the sexual things that talks about the sexual things that they were doing in there. So so uh, Phineas went in there to put a stop to it because it was wrong. And so this. This podcast that you're listening to right now, Phineas's Javelin, and you notice the context Phineas's, which is uh, showing him as the owner of that javelin. So this podcast is saying that if this is Phineas's Javelin, this word of God, you know, that we that this that this com that this podcast is going to be using is the very same uh, heart of God that 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 Phineas had uh, uh, for his God. So, you know, this is Phineas' javelin. So the word of God is, is our weapon. This is going to be the this is going to be the spear. This is going to be the word of God is going to be the javelin that we're going to use, use to run through the hedonism that's inside the church and that's outside the church. And I'm telling you something, my friends, for those of you that will listen, that will follow this podcast in the days, weeks, months, years to come, 
prayerfully, if the Lord says the same and I'm still around and I'm still going strong, we're going to be dealing with a whole bunch of stuff because we're living in a changing times. We're living in a changing time where people inside the church are so quick to flaunt their sin before God and to think that no, that, there, that there's not going to be no recourse. The word of God says that he chastens those whom he loves. God will deal with you in such a manner to where it's all about getting your heart right. You know, people think that God wants to stop their fun. People say that he's a mean God. He's an angry God. And they, they won't, they would never serve a God that would put somebody in hell. Well, the God that I serve, the big G God that the Christians serve, he puts nobody in hell. We, we, we commit our own selves to hell when we rebel against God the way the way this Israelite and this um, um, Moabitess woman did. They rebelled against God. And because they rebelled against God, then they came under the, they came under the, the consequences of that rebellion. And it's the same thing today. When the church, when people in the church, when we rebel against God, then we're going to be held accountable for that rebellion. The word of God says that that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. When you rebel against God, when you say no, God, when you do the things that God has told you not to do, and you do the things that Christ died on the cross for you so that you wouldn't have to do them, but you do them wantingly and willingly and flauntingly, then you're going to give an account to that very same God. You're going to give an account to him. You're going to, and, and, and if you don't repent, if you don't get right, then you'll find yourself in that lake, that burning for fire and brimstone, which is hell. And hell is a real place. Whether you want to believe it or not, it doesn't matter that we don't believe in God. Those of you that are listening that will poo-poo at this, um, at this podcast, it doesn't matter whether or not you believe in God or not. Your unbelief, my belief, that doesn't dictate that God is because God is. He is. God is. Whether you believe it or not, whether I believe it or not, God is God. And he's real. It's just that the fact that those who have, of us who have believed on him to be real, we feel him in our heart. And we feel a, such a responsibility to live our lives for him that we will, uh, that if we had been in fitness shoes, I would have done the same thing that he did. But now today and here in the 21st century in this 20 and 2020, how do I deal with the heathen? How do I deal with the heathen that are inside the church and the heathen that are outside the church? I deal with them with the word of God because the word of God is the weapon. It's the power all by itself. It has the ability. It says in, the, in, 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 uh, in Hebrews, the, 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 the fourth chapter, verse number 12, that the, uh, that, that, the, that the word of God is quick and it's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides to the, you know, to the soul and the, the spirit, the, the, the joint and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God is the, is the weapon, is the cutting, um, uh, uh, the cutting weapon that goes into the heart and determines and defines the heart, causes the heart to grieve, causes the heart to want to repent. The word is the, is the, is, is the, is the, is the weapon that, that sears, uh, cuts going in and cuts going out, but it also can sear, can also heal a wound at the same time as making a wound, we can heal the wound when that person that's been uh, cut by the word wants to get right. It, it, when you want to get right, the word of God will fix it so you can get right. Repentance is what these two people need to do. But we are living in a time where just like this man and this woman, when Phineas, Phineas, Phineas had to take his javelin in there and deal with them, they were unrepentant. They were bold in their sin. They were unrighteous. They were unholy. Uh, 
and they felt as though they were justified to do whatever they wanted to do. They were selfish, not considering the people around them and how it affected the people around them. And so they did what they did. So when you hear the name of this podcast, Finnis's Javelin, if you ask yourself the question, where did that name come from? And you want to read about it again, be quick to go to the Old Testament, the book of Numbers, the 25th chapter, and read verses 1 through verses number 13. You know, and then for, of course, it's always good if you need to study a little bit, go ahead a couple of chapters and go behind a couple of chapters. You know, read about Phineas, Google them to find out if you want, if you need more than a couple of sources, two or three sources, you can Google as many sources as you want to about this Phineas and you'll find the very same information about him no matter where you go. And realize that then that's why this this podcast is named Phineas's Javelin. Uh, on our next our next um, podcast, we're going to deal with a remnant Christian. You know what is a remnant Christian? Because as we said, as I had mentioned in the introductory uh, uh, segment podcast that we had was very short, could have been a trailer. Um, is that what the, how the how 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 the uh, uh, Christianity and how uh, being a remnant Christian in the 21st century is relevant? And I don't know about you, my friends, and I, I tell you, I, I I'm a remnant Christian. I don't care what anybody says, you know, this is one thing about about, you know, being confident about the God that I serve. As long as I do right by him, it doesn't matter what anybody says. I don't have to I don't have to bow down to people. You know, I'm uh, we are to be kind. We are to be uh, long suffering. We're to be peaceful because uh, we're a meek people, but we're not a weak people. But we are a people who stand on the principles of God. And even more so in this 21st century, the Christians have got to stand on the principles of God. Yes, we pray for those that can't pray for themselves. We love with a love that's that's um, um, that's it should be a great love because the word of God says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world. He loved the world with this great love. And that's who the Christians, that's who we are. Whether you curse us out, you know, hate us or whatever, we're still going to love you. You can't stop us from loving you. You can't stop us from praying for you. But the one thing that we will do in the midst of all of that, and this is for us Christians, if we will do this, if we are doing what we're supposed to do, we will stand with the boldness in the in the in the in the uh, ferocity that Phineas Javelin did. As long as we do what we do, and we say what we say according to the Scripture, then we're doing right, and all of the all of the attacks against us will not make a difference. The things that we do can stay the plagues. The things that the Christians do, it can stop the pain and the suffering. It can stop the death. It can stop the hatred and the racism that's going on in our churches and in the streets today. If we, the Christians, will do what we're supposed to do. If we'll stand on the word of God like Phineas did and use the word as that great javelin that kills sin, destroys sin. So, you know, until uh, our next podcast, we come back and we deal with what is what is what is a what does the word remnant mean and what is a remnant Christian in the 21st century? I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Phineas's Javelin on today. And I pray that your tomorrow will be greater than your today was. And whatever you do, and this is especially for the Christians. You stand on the gospel of Christ Jesus and be prepared to use the word 
the way you're supposed to. Let it be the weapon that destroys sin and brings life.